Today in Science from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. What does motion sound like? With Kizikans Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Today in Science from Wired. 2022 wasn't the hottest on record. That's nothing to celebrate. Last year was one of the warmest measured, says NASA and NOAA. It would have been even more sweltering if not for La Nina, which will soon fade away. By Matt Simon. NASA and NOAA, two leading atmospheric science research agencies in the United States, have some ostensibly good climate news. Their twin annual analyses of global temperatures revealed recently that 2022, like 2021, wasn't an all-time record-breaker. Instead, NASA says it tied with 2015 as the fifth warmest year on record, and NOAA says it was the sixth. The agencies use slightly different methodologies, and the difference between fifth and sixth place is just a hundredth of a degree Celsius. Still, humanity remains on a dangerous trajectory because the past nine years have been the nine hottest since measurements began. The heat waves this summer in Europe, the rainfall in Pakistan, the floods here and there and everywhere, they've been juiced by the overall global warming, says Gavin Schmidt director of the NASA Goddard Institute for Space Studies and lead scientist of the agency's analysis. It doesn't need to be the warmest year on record for these things to happen. As with the year before, last year's slightly lower temperatures were due to La Nina, not some miraculous reversal of global warming. La Nina is essentially a massive oceanic air conditioner. It forms when winds strengthen and shove a band of Pacific Ocean water toward Asia. Something has to replace the water on the move, so colder waters upwell from the depths. This water absorbs heat from the atmosphere, bringing down air temperatures and influencing weather patterns. But La Nina's slight temporary cooling effects are not enough to counter the overall rise in global temperatures. The long-term trends in temperature are real, are serious, and they're not going away anytime soon, says Schmidt. The long-term trends are distinct from the everyday slings and arrows of outrageous weather. That overall temperature rise made weather more outrageous than ever in some parts of the world in 2022. Asia had its second warmest year on record. On April 30th, temperatures reached 120 degrees Fahrenheit in Jacobabad, Pakistan, unseasonably early for the region. When summer came around, heat waves may have killed 50,000 people in the European Union in July alone. And as vegetation dried out, fires broke out across London and burned wide swaths of France, Spain, and other European countries. Droughts punished Europe, the western United States, and China, imperiling food supplies as crops reached their thermal limits, risking shortages of staple grains and vegetables, and driving up prices for luxuries like wine. 
The UK had its warmest year on record, and Western Europe had its warmest summer on record. Not everywhere, not every year, but pretty much consistently, these records are being broken around the world, says Schmidt. We had 40 degrees Celsius or 104 degrees Fahrenheit temperatures in the southern United Kingdom. That's never happened, and they're totally unprepared. The nonprofit research group Berkeley Earth agrees that it was the fifth warmest year on record. By their calculations, in 2022, almost 90% of the planet's surface was significantly warmer than the average temperature between 1951 and 1980. Something like 380 million people live in areas where the hottest absolute temperature on record happened this year, says Zeke Hausfather, a research scientist at Berkeley Earth. While you can have a lot of year-to-year variability due to ocean dynamics in the Pacific, over the long term, the human-driven warming signal is pretty darn clear. According to data from Berkeley Earth, the warming trend stretches into the Arctic, indicating higher temperatures in a region that is now warming four and a half times faster than the global average, as scientists announced this summer. That's known as Arctic amplification. As more ice melts, it exposes darker land underneath, which absorbs more of the sun's energy, thus raising temperatures. At the other pole, Antarctica's climate is going haywire as well, Last March 18th, a weather station deep within the continent recorded a temperature 70 degrees Fahrenheit higher than normal for the area. The largest temperature excursion above normal ever measured at any weather station anywhere on Earth, the Berkeley Earth Report notes. Perhaps counterintuitively, climate change doesn't always mean that things get hotter and drier. It is also supercharging floods, like the devastating deluges that covered Pakistan this year. That's because more heat leads to increased evaporation, which puts more moisture in the atmosphere. A warmer atmosphere can also hold additional moisture, which means there's more water to squeeze out during storms. Berkeley Earth data shows that Earth's land has been heating twice as fast as the oceans, a trend that continued in 2022. In order for you to change the temperature of the ocean, you need a lot more energy versus land, says Aira Sanchez Lugo, a physical scientist at the NOAA National Centers for Environmental Information and an author of the agency's temperature report. Just think about when you go to the beach, for example. During the day, the sand feels really hot and the water feels cold. Still, the oceans have historically absorbed 90% of the extra atmospheric heat that humans have created. While that's helped save us from ourselves, that warming has been terrible for sea life. Plus, as ocean water gets warmer, it expands. Along with the extra water running off melting glaciers, that significantly drives up sea levels. And the data shows a daunting trend. 2022 may not have been the hottest year, but Berkeley Earth projects that by the year 2034, we'll hit 1.5 degrees Celsius of warming, and 2 degrees by 2060. The Paris Agreement's optimistic goal was to hold warming to 1.5 degrees above pre-industrial temperatures, the limit being 2 degrees. If humanity doesn't make rapid changes to reduce emissions, this estimate puts us on track to hit the 1.5-degree limit in a little more than a decade and to be at higher risk for extreme heat, flooding, and the other ravages of climate change. This also means that we shouldn't feel any relief that this year is only the fifth or sixth warmest. We're seeing ups and downs during the years. But step back and look at the big picture, and we're still moving upward, says Sanchez Lugo. The temperature is still increasing. Scientists expect La Nina to further weaken in 2023, reducing the cooling effect from chilly water absorbing heat from the atmosphere. Later this year, we could see the emergence of El Nino, the opposite phenomenon in which a band in the Pacific Ocean warms instead of cools. 
In turn, 2024 could set a new record for hottest global temperature, Housefather says. What goes around comes around, right? He says, if the ocean is absorbing a little bit of extra heat this year, it's going to re-release in the future. Because while the ocean is net absorbing a lot of heat over time, there's sort of this cyclical behavior on top of that. And so any short-term benefit we get from suppressed temperatures from La Nina conditions is just going to come back to bite us next time. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more science news at wired.com science. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.